Welcome to episode eight of the Beyond Nourish podcast. This is the place where you can learn to become a better, more efficient, health-focused cook in just 10 minutes or less. I am your host, Rochelle Gerardin. I'm a certified nutritional practitioner, the founder of Beyond Nourish, and I've been actively working as a holistic chef for the last 10 years. And a large part of that 10 years has been now cooking meat for clients. So if uh, this is a topic I know a little something about, because as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, my journey into cooking actually was through vegetarian and vegan cooking food. So I've really had to teach myself how to cook meat, really up-level that part of my cooking repertoire. So yeah, these tips are incredibly important uh, to implement, and they really are something that you can pertain to any type of animal protein that you are eating. And in today's step, you're going to be learning the third and final step of what I believe to be a complete formula in making sure that you can cook yourself some delicious mouth-watering meat. And that third and final step is one that you've probably heard before, but maybe not one that you always have time for or that you necessarily always prioritize implementing, but it is letting your food rest, letting those meat proteins rest before you eat them. So now what this means from a grilling standpoint, let's say you've cooked a steak or you've seared a chicken breast, that is letting that meat sit for at least five, I want to say seven, 10 minutes before you start to eat it. And the reason for that is because as meat sits there and rests, what's essentially happening is that the constricted muscle fibers, which constrict when you start cooking them, begin to relax and the pressure on the juices is slowly released and the juices are able to kind of redistribute to the edges where the meat you know, kind of crusts on the outer outer side. And doing this, you're just able to achieve a much more moist and flavorful piece of, of meat. But I get that we don't always have the time for that. And this also letting it rest also pertains to when you're cooking a one pot dish. And that is in terms of cooking, you know, something like a ground meat bolognese on, on the stovetop. Let those dishes really come together over the cooking process and slightly after so that those flavors all come together. You can't expect, you know, bringing a one pot dish together in 10 minutes and expecting those flavors to just all meld and come together. You need a little bit of time in order for all of those flavors to essentially be at their best. So when you have the time and try and always prioritize having the time to ensure that your meat experience is at the utmost, give your dishes time to rest. And that concludes our third and final tip in making mouth-watering meat. There'll be way more on this topic for episodes to come, but these three actionable, really implementable tips will really help to um, make your meat cooking a lot more consistent as well. So let's recap the, the three steps. Number one, we had making sure that we're salting 
our animal proteins before we start cooking them and just right before we're about to cook them. Evenly putting a, a little layer around each side that we will be um, cooking. And then step number two is about using a digital thermometer to make sure that we're bringing the food to the perfect temperature, not undercooking and by no means overcooking. Um, something to remember with step two, too, is when you are cooking any type of animal protein, uh, when you take it off of the grill or taking it out of the air fryer, remember that it's going to cook slightly after it it continue or you bring it out so whatever temperature that it might be at in the oven or wherever you're cooking it remember that it's going to continue to cook a little bit once you get it out of out of um, the hot cook surface so you know err on the side of caution with that secondary step and remember you don't need to be a cooking genius or i've gone to culinary school in order to use that digital thermometer properly have a printout on your fridge or somewhere nearby of the ranges of where you want to cook those particular pieces of meat or poultry or, or seafood at, because it is different for every single one of those categories. And then the final step, here we are with cooking mouthwatering meat, is just making sure you have a little bit of time to let the grilled animal proteins rest or allowing those one pot dishes just a little bit of time for their flavors to come together and melt together. I hope you've enjoyed not only this tip, but the two before in the three-part series of cooking mouth-watering meat. If you feel that somebody could benefit from this, if you feel that somebody could really come alive in their cooking ability with these types of tips and tricks, please share this podcast with them. If you'd like to connect with us on social media, please do that as well. You can find us at Cook with Beyond Nourish. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.